0: Do my like normal? Uh, oh, I guess I did it there. Where, where I'm excited automatically at the beginning, just because we are in some tough times, man. And Alicia, I messaged Alicia last night and was like, "Yo, can <laughs> you come on?" And again, and I saw that you were doing a a breathing thing. I was like, I want her. Yeah, I I mean, yes, I yes, this is in the NYC musical theater performers Facebook group. However, and this is the big however, I I just wanted some time with you. (laughs) I can't just call you. (laughs) your face, I'm like, oh, I miss you so much. It's so great. Like this year, regarding musical theater, I've connected with you. Victor Borjas, and Jasmine Ijean, who's Jasmine, loves, like like I've connected with you guys. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's magnificent. That's, that's
1: magnificent.
0: magnificent. So for those who don't know, we all went to the University of California, Irvine. That's how we, when we were the babes and Alicia choreographed this dance where with two people like rolling on each other. What's that? Thing? What is that? Like it's, it's like floor partnering
2: it was jenny parson and i yes and we it started that in rehearsals when we weren't being used we would be bored and back then did we even we had cell phones but it wasn't like now like you weren't on them all the time so you were you would actually talk and hang out and we would balance on each other like Cirque du Soleil type stuff so like when one person's on the floor and their feet are up like that they're they're bent at the hips and they're there. And I would get on, on her backwards and go up and down. And and then we were like, what if we just created a piece like this? And we always thought it might be weird because it, it was just us playing around and we were same body size and weight. And so we could seamlessly go back and forth holding each other. And then it ended up being pretty cool. Like one oh, of the cool things we did it together.
1: So cool.
0: I love that. Oh, I love those or things. Cut that up. <laughs> Well, because I was bringing up Victor and then I brought up Jasmine. So then I was like, oh, wait, how do I? And that's like one of my first memories of you, I guess. Oh.
1: <laughs> so I love that.
0: I love it. Last time we spoke, I will get into recovery in a second. But last time, so for those who don't know, Alicia's from Broadway's Wicked and Frozen and clearly from UC Irvine. <laughs> thank you for coming on again.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Enjoy.
0: And what the heck was it going to say? Dang it, guys, don't turn 40. First lesson of the day. Just don't. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Or when you get there, it start to then go back down. You go backwards. <laughs> you hit it and then you. <laughs> and, then go and then like just toggle between that and maybe just, ooh, there's gonna, you're going to go through the awkward phase. It's fine to like seven. So just go between 40 and seven i like that i like that good times and and bonus you get to be in the era that you were raised in so you're not like going to 2024 or whatever you're like back in the 80s like that good twist oh and uh, now like really thinking about it. it's like benjamin button but you're like go back
2: in time as well so then are you always in a time we could talk about this for like an hour
0: <laughs> okay wait okay the purpose of this is is what is this love stress relief time well i feel like this is good distraction Yeah. Just- from is stress relief time. What? Um, so, this is a tough one. Let's go. Let's go to you. Always have cool sayings. Let's start there. Let's take one of your mantras. I don't know mantra sixty-two. I'm sure you have sixty-two. So, what's mantra sixty-two? Or if the forty things a problem, mantra twelve. I would say what I keep, what helps me right now is
2: let's do this together. Put one yeah. hand on your chest. And just tap it lightly for a second and just take an inhale
1: and exhale again inhale and exhale
2: and what i've been saying is very simple everything's going to be okay as i'm tapping myself like when you're a kid and someone taps you on the back and they're just like,
0: everything's gonna be okay.
2: And even if you didn't have that, what you would want someone to do to make you feel better.
0: not throw okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Inhale and exhale. And then we're gonna try a little experiment. We're gonna inhale for four and out for six. So you can keep the beat with that hand on your chest. And if it doesn't feel comfortable, you just go back to a normal breathing pattern. What we're just gonna do is an experiment and, um, And then we'll see. And at the peak of the four, there'll be some space. And at the bottom of the six, there'll be some space. So just take a normal breath in. And exhale. Inhale from one, two, three, four. Exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, one,
1: two, three four, exhale, one, two, three, four, five, two, inhale, exhale,
2: last time, inhale,
1: And exhale, big, long exhale. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. you slowly bring your hand down.
2: So when we extend our exhale, it goes into our nervous system and calms us down. And especially on election day in particular, I, I had to just keep breathing, and this is a self-soothing thing. It's also there's a thing called tapping, not like um, and I'm just learning about it that you're tapping different energy centers in your bodies, bodies, <laughs> and there's one right under this breastbone. There's a point that calms down the nervous system as well. So this, this natural tendency we have sometimes called ourselves to calm ourselves down actually has a physio, like it has an actual action that will calm me down, which is amazing scientifically to know. And same with when we extend our X, ex, when we inhale quickly, when we're stressed, we tend to <laughs> And that activates that um, fight or flight, which is your sympathetic nervous system. So when we extend the exhale, it kind of inspires the parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest and digest. And you, your mind doesn't do it, the body does it. When you, All you have to do is breathe. And also the heart um, takes a ride on your diaphragm. So the heart's right above it. And so in a way, if we're slowing the action of the diaphragm that moves when we breathe down, it can affect your heart beating and slow your heartbeat down. So the biggest thing for me the biggest help of this whole experience has been breathing, and um and then giving yourself a mantra it's so funny you said it because i taught a class yesterday where we talked about that about in a way giving yourself your own and it can be so simple of like because there's a million and there's a million in other languages i have a i have one i say to myself in sanskrit which is ahem prema which means i am divine love and it reminds me of who I want to be. So, and and then there's something about it when it's in another language, you're not overthinking the words. It becomes like a drone that the mind can like chew on that instead of chew on,
1: what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen?
2: It starts to just kind of repeat this word again and again and then can bring you to a, a state of calm. And even if you have a state of calm for 30 seconds, that's better than if you didn't. You know, and the other thing I was just thinking about this on the way home today in New York City. It's a beautiful sunny day. Truly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Really warm, which is kind of scary when it was like so cold the other week. I know,
0: I know. I was outside.
2: You know, and a part of me is like, yay. the a part of me is like, see, this is climate change. But, um, you know, getting outside for a second amidst all this when you can't you know, getting yourself off of the computer or the phone or the whatever, and and look at things that have survived insurmountable stuff. Trees, nature survives crazy stuff and comes back. And also just being present, being outside. And then I had this thought, this final thought was, I had a couple moments today, I had some things to do downtown and came back home. Tiny moments of kindness. Like this guy was coming into my apartment building, he was clearly working on someone's apartment, and I opened the door and he's like, you first, I was like, no, please, you have so many things, you. And we had this genuine smile at each other below our masks. And that tiny moment felt so nice because it reminded me of human connection. Mm. And right now we seem so, di- we don't seem, we're so divided. And we can, I know that I can forget about the humanity of people who think differently than I do because I can get so upset about differences of opinion. But we're all still humans not that i agree or condoning anything but this moment of human connection with a stranger reminded me of the goodness of people and like so i had a couple moments today with strangers that was just like a tiny moment of kindness and that and then it made me go like i want to go out there and do random acts of kindness to people right now and like what can i do to make to make the world better for others even if it's just holding the door open if it's listening deeply to a a friend in need and listening not with a response listening so deeply that i'm just present because you know sometimes we can listen and then are thinking about how to like give them advice or what to say or how to be there for them Mm -hmm. and the same way of listening with an argument like listening to get back at someone can i be a person who just deeply listens not with these but with my heart Mm -hmm. and that be my act of loving kindness what can i who can I be in the world? And I've also thought of this time. I just, yesterday was this event that I hope they're going to do more of called what the fuck 2020. <laughs> and it was an all day free event, 9am to 7, 9, 9 am to 8pm. Every, every hour there was a new class. And it kind of went from like meditation and I taught a class in there.
0: I saw No, it looked incredible. I was like, I was in a car.
2: Like, literally, in a car. Oh. We went, and I did, like, an arts and crafts class. I made this in my arts and crafts class. And then it ended with a mixology class. So it was, like, everything from, like, deep work to fun to drinking. And um, it rem- there's just there's so much and now i got off track of what i was gonna do
0: oh no i love that though i i even hearing that could give someone like oh that's a, maybe inspire someone listening that's like oh that's a great idea i'm gonna do something like that for myself right now you know yeah and doing anything like for me i can tend to i've really leaned
2: to, into in this time like mental health and mm-hmm. um meditation things that help me learn about myself that i then just want to immediately share with others like mm-hmm. Because if it's helped me, maybe it'll help someone else without attachment of that. But just like if I can be a vessel and 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 when I and I feel better when I'm teaching from direct experience, like I know this helps me and I don't want to teach something that I'm like, oh, maybe that works. And um, but I've leaned so much into that that sometimes I forget the beauty of having fun and like I love I'm obsessed with you and watching all the things you've been offering with readings and all this different stuff. But there's so many different ways I had this night where I was like, I miss being creative. Yeah. And creative without a without needing to show it. Because I think so often now we're like, if I dance, I need to video it. If I do if I sing, I've got to share that I sing, which is great, There's no, that's great. But I was like, I don't want to have that pressure of it having to be good enough. I just want to feel creative again. So my fiance and I had arts and crafts night and we put on Harry Potter and we drink wine and we painted cause he used to be a painter, we have paints and and I was like, this is the
0: best night ever. I love that you can say fiance right now because since we last, you were, you were not engaged yet. And like, I mean, I know, oh my God. Oh, I saw that. I was like, oh,
1: beauty in the world. Like,
0: no, it's really just so great. It's so great yeah such a happy thing
1: during this time so it's just wonderful
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was very, I felt very lucky but it's interesting how the mind can like I can easily be like this has been so hard and I'll forget that like oh my god I got engaged <laughs> you know because I get I can get we all can get so caught up in all the stuff
1: you yeah. Know? It's uh, so
0: interesting that 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 you say that. I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying, and I feel like yeah. you don't need a videotape and you know a, a, and share everything. And um, it it maybe it, it's just funny because your fiancé makes video or like, <laughs> a very good video. <laughs> He's he probably likes that. He's like, thank God, I get a break. I'm not working. <laughs> so there's
2: times like whenever I do have him do stuff. Because we actually have a couple projects in the works that we haven't edited yet. Isn't it? It just didn't feel for me. It didn't feel the right time to do that or release those things. And and for months now, it hasn't been the right time, in my opinion, for me. And um, yeah. And like, and I think he likes that he doesn't want to do that when he comes home. <laughs> Sometimes, and I'm trying to learn myself. I'm trying to learn editing. And he'll be like, "You know how to do that?" And I'm like, "No, I don't." Yeah. Like, <laughs>
1: Yeah, you
0: know. I always imagine the cat and you know, Jim like this. That's <laughs> me. That's, I'm like, what? What? Delete the link. Ah! You know, I'm broken. It's yeah. broken. I <laughs> broke it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. With it you always give such simple advice with that, and 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 it is hard with it being so divisive, and everything that is said gets to seen as a divisive thing, and think with issues that like why why is black lives matter divisive? Like I, I'm, all oh, that's, that's still, will always just like, I don't, that's what, um, it's a lot that
2: I, that of simple human decency that I don't understand why it's so hard. And, and it seems like with people who don't see it, we have to baby them, which is, which is frustrating, like, and make them feel comfortable. But at the same time, shaming doesn't work.
0: Yes, you I, you know, I like. Just, I want to, and Brene Brown. We're talking to, so like, if you if we sit there and just bully people, then that's not going to do anything. I, that's going to make them feel even more against. Like, it's not going to be a convincer at all. Like, it
2: creates more division. And as much as I want to, and Brene Brown is um a big, amazing person in my life that I listen to a lot, and and how. She'll talk about that a lot, that like, no matter how much we want to, it to, <laughs> ooh, and we'll use it. I've done it, like, and and it doesn't help my cause ever when I have done it, recently. I've been going through something personally with someone I'm close to that is heartbreaking. and And I don't understand, but what I do know is it's still a chance for me to learn about myself.
1: Yeah. Because I
2: admit, I admit, I'm not being my best self a lot of the time. Because I get so upset, and then I'm I'm reactionary instead of taking a moment. Um, like I just I, right before this, I had a great interaction with one of my friends, who's he's going through something with a family member that doesn't really understand him being gay, and um, and he it oh, wasn't that it, I don't need to get into what that was, but. Um, he reached out to this family member in such a beautiful, loving way. That, it wasn't really that understanding. understand him. Be, anyways, I keep wanting to talk about, it, but it's not my information to tell. But um, I was so respected how he wrote to this family member. And separate. One of my mentors always says, don't separate. And I feel like that's the hardest thing. You just wanna cut those people off. And I've never been a person that's been like, if you follow something I don't believe in, don't follow me anymore. Because I think if I'm the one person that you follow that maybe feels differently than you, maybe one day I'll say something that touches your heart and makes you look at it differently. Yeah. You know, But it has to come from a place of that space, too, of saying what I truly am passionate about and believe in from my heart that isn't going to throw daggers at others. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's really hard to do. And there's times that I fail at that and I just save my feelings and but I really saw that with my friend. That he said it everything very intelligently. He cited sources of all this stuff, and he, but he still started and ended with love of this person, and and I just respected it so much. And it's so hard to do. It's so easy to fall into hate yeah. and anger, and and it's it's just such a a time for us to learn about ourselves. And I think it's also, anger is a beautiful teacher of what is important to you and who you want to be in the world and what you want to stand up for and and how you want to be heard. And I think this time, as painful as it is, is so beautiful because we're learning what's really important to us and how we want to work on our industry, how we want to be in the world and help people who don't have a voice and help people who have been oppressed for so long and help people who are misunderstood you know what a beautiful thing to feel so passionate about that and know that your anger is like the the entryway to like action you know what I mean and then, but, and then if we can do it in a way that people can hear us you know and never give up because no matter what happens today, no matter what happens tomorrow or the next day, the the work is not done. But the work has to start with each of us again and again of like, wait a minute. Like, and even with my particular person that I've been having stuff with, I keep coming back and being like, I gotta look at myself again. Yeah. Again and again, and stop, you know? And, and then, and if that means that you need to take some precious time And breathe, and connect, and you know, and and do some loving kindness for yourself.
1: Truly, I mean,
0: it's so easy to lose our our loving kindness to ourselves. I think with this time passing since March, and then just adding on these big things that are happening, including said election, Um, a lot of us aren't in the best spot. Yeah. In the first place today, I did something different. Well, it's not different. It's something I used to do. And I set my alarm for 8 a.m. I wasn't going to do 7. I was like, Nah, I can do 8. And I worked out first thing. Now, what I've gotten the habit of doing is throwing it in randomly at the end of the day. But this was like a very like intentional. I'm waking up and it's how I'm going to start my day and i'm really glad i did it i'm gonna do it again tomorrow even though i do i've gotten in the habit of loving to sleep in and taking my time not even getting things going till like noon unless i have patience in the morning but otherwise it's pretty much just like that's when i and i think that is in the right direction for taking care of me i'm not saying that's the solution for everyone but i think that we all have certain things that make us go ah. and i notice also this is an even simpler thing when I make the bed and I make the couch, which is sometimes my husband, and I like I sit on the couch, he sleeps there, or vice versa, depending on who's staying up later. And, and then, like we're like ah, the cake size bed. I mean, we're in a studio apartment; it's not like we're far away from each other. <laughs> so, got
1: it. Got it's it. going <laughs> to come down. <laughs>
0: um, but like, uh, uh, but yeah, the, just making, getting those things just set, and like. It just makes the day feel cleaner off the bat. It's I don't know. There's something to it. Honestly, I 100%
2: agree on all sides of what you just said.
1: And again, like you
2: said, everyone has to find their journey for them. Yes. Like my Eric always goes, everything has a home, and I I can be like ah, and I. Yes. Yeah, the home is right here for now. Like, And then the home is over here. And I've learned, because he'll say it's our sacred space. And and our sacred shared space, We, you know, we, ironically, I actually always make the bed and I looked at it and it was so not made because today I was like, I got to go. Um, but it actually feels calming to do it. It's like the, there's such calmness in the little things.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: there's also a mindfulness practice of, like, really taking care of that. And knowing it brings you calm, the act of doing it can bring you calm, the act of this. And I do think having um, a ritual, a morning ritual, is really healthy. And I found for me in this time, I was doing a write, a month-long writing um, retreat. There was the same guy, I think at my last time I was with you, I talked about going to Bali and doing all this self-work.
1: Yes!
2: So he has an online program that's tw- a month. And so his program, his writing prompts really helped me clarify myself and what I want and who I want to be in the world. So I've done the program again and again.
1: Mm.
2: And I actually did it in the beginning of COVID. It, it came up again, and I did it. And there you get up at 6 a.m. Wow. Right, for 30 minutes. And then, you know, because it's sacred time for only you, that the world is quiet, and you're just kind of hazily waking up. So there can be some clarity that happens without, like, having to have already talked to someone they say like before you talk it's like you haven't turned on your personality yet in a way and um and i notice a big difference i don't get up quite at six anymore but sometimes i still do and for me and then i started the artist way is my next thing i'm doing oh, i love the art. i've done it twice i love it so the morning pages it's <laughs> so if i wake up every morning and i try to get up sometimes i just want to snuggle um but uh if I get up in my and it's my own time for me, and I write three pages, and so I think of it as just getting out all those feelings of whatever I'm going through,
1: mm-hmm. and then I
2: do a meditation and a breathwork practice, and so those three things have been a big part of my life this whole time. And I notice a difference when I don't do it, and I notice how much better I feel when I do. But then just recently,
1: when you do, do it, I was the one do it, do comes
2: in when I do it. Um, but, and I'm the same movement is so important in my life.
1: Mm-hmm. And I,
2: I've been like, you have been like, ah, oh, I'll throw it in here. And then I wonder why I'm grumpy. And and it's, and I've been doing a lot of um, research of different stuff. Cause I've been offering this class now that's a mix of writing, breathwork, meditation, and movement mm-hmm. and that at least one of them could unlock something that can bring you peace.
1: Love
2: that. And I've been studying Qigong and for me it's it's repetitive slow movement that's intentional. And the idea is to get the blood flowing, calm you down, focus your mind, and it gets you into this flow state that's kind of like because you're matching your movement with your breath. There's one where you just we're we'll gonna try it together. You just reach your arms out and up. You inhale out and up. And then as you exhale, the palms come down and it comes right in front of your face like this. So like the palms come down. Yeah. And what you're going to imagine, let's try it. Let's do two more. You imagine scooping up all the things you want in your life, the positive energy of the sky and the sun and the clouds. And then you just let that wash over you. And then this last one, let's just, as we inhale and we go out and up, you can think of bringing into you a sense of peace or calm. And then as you exhale, you just imagine that kind of all over your body. Oh, great. And then that's the adding that. So, and I started to learn how we get this stuck energy in our body. So anger, anxiety, it can be, I know I tend to hold myself like this when I'm feeling really anxious or angry.
1: We're
2: we're getting all this energy stuck. And um, and there's a really great practice. Another one is you'll inhale your arms up like this. And you imagine the things that don't serve you in your life. And you exhale, you push forward, like you're pushing the energy out. And then you don't breathe in the hands, come back down. And another one is doing it out to the side. So you inhale, exhale, push your arms out to the side, like you're pushing up in a wall. And it's just, whatever that energy is, it can be an experience. And it's not about releasing the worry or having those thoughts go away because they're going to be there. It's the energy that's inside of you. Let's do one more of those. And really push out fear, anxiety. And then just take a big breath in. Exhale, stick your tongue out and go. And that's called a lion's breath. It helps release stuck energy. One more time. Inhale. I <laughs> love it. The first one again, one more time. Inhale, bring your arms out and up. And then just exhale one more time for good measure, inhale, really open the chest
1: out and up,
2: how do you feel?
0: So good, so good. You bring me all the warm, buzz and I love it so much. This is not brought to you by... uh, and yes, I do need to get sponsored by them because I mention them all the time. <laughs> the Melokai coconut is the only flavor that's good. Maybe that's why, because I talk about there's only one flavor, and it's online. mine. But it's OK. It's OK.
1: God be with <laughs> So
2: much. You are my fun. You are my fun that I need.
0: Ah, oh, this is so great. I knew this would be beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find out? Well, find you on social media. I'm not sure which one you prefer. We can do find you on social media or honestly, like, hook up with you about this meditation thing that you're talking about that you're doing. We're going to do that. I have, um,
2: um, there's a couple of different ways. The most, the ways that right now are the most I get to most is. Alicia Albright on Facebook and at Alicia Albright and Instagram. I also have Feed Your Soul Project, so that's been my the project I've been working on for years. That now this has become part of that. So I call it Connect and Heal is the class.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, I normally oh I have to send an email. It's not happening tonight. I normally do Thursdays and Sundays. Um, and this week I'm taking a week off because I leave tomorrow to go to Hawaii to be with my family, and um, which is amazing. But it's times that I can still teach from there. Yeah, it's like six o'clock on a Thursday and two o'clock on a Sunday, give or take. And it's those kind of practices. And then I think I'll grow it that sometimes it might just be meditation, sometimes just writing, sometimes it's just all kinds of stuff, but it's a safe community and um, to to get to release these things and find a sense of peace. And so I post about it on those too, but there's also Feed Your Soul Project on Instagram, Facebook, and there's a website, but I'm not so good at updating those and I'm getting better. Um, so I would say the first place would probably be my Instagram page and, um, and it's just donation based, but really just come, we all need help and we all need community. And, and that's why this is so important what you're doing. And, um, and just one step at a time. Cause when we can like go into ourselves and give ourselves that sense of peace. And for me, all these things, like that last one, when I found it, I was like, it was like, I don't know how I just suddenly the mind slowed down and I just was like, I I feel better. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. And you're
2: not trying, and you're not trying to make the thoughts go away or the worries go away. It's not about when we try to push our worries away, they come back even stronger. Yeah. It's the energy. It's the because it's stuck in here. And then when that starts to open up and release, then they can go and calm Mm -hmm. down a little bit too. And and I think it's so important for us to find things. And there's so many beautiful things to do that with. Exercise, first thing. Oh, that's what I was getting to is, now when I, if I exercise first thing as well, my day is 7,000 times better. Because, and that's what exercise does. Is exercise is moving those things through your body too. Right. Especially for all of us who are dancers, like, I think our whole lives, I know dance always made me feel better. And now there's scientific proof that movement releases stuck energy in your body. So we were, healing ourselves all the time and didn't know i know and so this brings more beauty to dance and more beauty to movement and um yeah so I think there's so many ways for us to find a sense of peace amidst what seems so insurmountable and also know that it's okay if you're having a day that you just need to drink wine and um, and and sometimes like I'm I'll choose like this is not my best self right now and it's okay I'm stuck to this and I'm not going to like act like I'm not doing it. Like I'm really stuck to the TV right now. And then in acknowledging it, then sometimes I can go, okay, you know, this, you know, you need a beat. Yeah. Let's go. So, my, you know, it's just, there's so many baking. I think there's something about baking. I'm obsessed with the Great British Baking Show, and I watch that. It makes me feel better. Oh
0: my gosh! So many specifically musical theater performers love the British baking. I swear to God, they made it for theater people. Like, I it's hysterical.
1: That's so funny. I I think
2: they're so nice, and it's not about competition. I think we have so much competition in our business. Not anymore.
0: Oh, I, know. I know, right? Like, literally, everybody's on the same page and trying to just like survive right now. It's just a different, it's a different whole thing. We don't even know, we don't know anything. We don't know what's going to survive, what's not going to survive. Is there going to be something new? Are the Broadway shows that were set to open, are they still going to be able to open? Are we starting up? We don't know shit. And the longer we are in this like closed state, the longer, the more we really don't know. And it's nobody to blame. We just need to survive and Fill with love and just do ourselves. But I do see, you know, like I do see a community of of people, musical theater people, who are very more, much more present online, which does build still that ongoing opportunity to stay connected, which I think
1: is very valuable.
2: Yeah, and I think that there's, yeah. Oh my gosh, I had a thought that I wanted to say about that um, because we, yeah, we just. We don't, know. we don't know. And I think that right now, in a way, as hard as it is, the election is a distraction from the pain, other pain that we're not dealing with right now. So I think no, in the same way of no matter what happens, there's still work to be done. There's still work to be done for us to heal yeah. the pain of a loss of our careers at the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. At the moment.
2: But it can be really confronting. and and sad and it's okay you know and it's that fine balance of like you know you want to go into acceptance and love and and care but that happens the shadow and the the light the dark and the light exists together yeah you know so it's like we don't want to just push away our our other stuff we also don't want to dwell in and dive into our depression and like you know which I can do, we all can do that. There's been times that I've been more sad than I've ever been during this time. And, but I'm still learning about myself and learning that that's still a part of me as long as I don't like get so lost in it. And that's when I throw a lifeline, like what is it I need to do for my lifeline? If it's my partner, if it's breath work, if it's whatever, if it's a friend, if it's, you know, And, and we're creating resiliency in ourselves in a really, really deep way that I think is really beautiful because it will come back, you know, and will be so that much stronger. And I feel so more clear about the kind of art that I want to do, the kind of art I want to make myself, who I want to be in the room, who how I want to care about people and and make a difference in the world with everything I do, you know, and like I already knew that, but this is like, this has made that like the strongest thing inside of me. Absolutely. You know, and it's just like I feel like through my sadness, when I allow myself to feel it but not get lost in it. Yeah. I I genuinely come back to gratitude. Oh, this is what I want to tell you. Oh yeah. Okay. This is a writing thing I tend to do. So we'll start like this is one of my journals here. Um. <laughs> we will, like when you brain dump okay, getting your thing so like right now we can try this since we are all going through some stuff i don't know my I- we were just
0: signing off and now we're like we're still yeah, i know i'm sorry i'm like i have something else to say yeah. but
2: what i like to do lately and it comes again and again is this and we'll, we'll do like micro so people can go and do it again themselves yeah. but start to write where you're at right how you're feeling brain dump but experiment with, um, instead of saying, I am sad, I am angry, and this, say, I am feeling. Mm. is I'm feeling? And because then we are not lost in the feelings. Keep there's-
0: talking. My, my, my computer's going to die, but keep explaining. Keep going.
2: Yeah. So when you write just now, like, I am feeling anxious. I'm feeling nervous. I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I'm feeling worried. And there's a, a really... Um, strong action of then you're not over identifying with what you're going through. Our feelings always change and um, and they're not, we can get so lost in them, we feel like that's all of who we are. Like I'm sad, I'm always going to be sad. Instead yeah. of feeling sad, gives you power of like, this is moment, this is just how I feel right now. Yeah. So let's take 30 seconds. just write how you're feeling and just notice how how um or just do it but but start each phrase with kind of like that
1: 30
2: maybe 15 seconds because we're signing off soon
0: okay ready set and go
1: Okay, and then let's
2: take a pause. I want you to close your eyes and go back to where we started, put one hand on your heart. Let's take three deep breaths. Inhale.
1: And exhale. And notice any tension in your jaw. Inhale. In your forehead, and your shoulders, exhale. And just let it
2: release. One more time. Inhale. Notice any
1: holding, any tension in your belly, in your back.
2: So, before we move on to our next part, peacocks have this beautiful power that peacocks can eat poisonous plants, and it doesn't kill them. It transmutates into nourishment. It's fascinating. And that's why in a lot of the world's wisdom traditions, they call it, they'll have peacocks as symbolism for stuff, peacock feathers. And I was like, really? That's the cool, like they literally can eat poisonous plants. And so I thought about it as humans, how we can do that. Poison can be shot at us, whether it's from another with hateful words or an experience or from ourselves with our own thoughts. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: But we can transmutate it with choice and with will into something we learn from into something we grow from into something that doesn't take over us and that and therefore that's we have that magic power in our discernment as being human beings which is really beautiful so in that same way like i said earlier anger anxiety or worry can show can be an entryway to what's important to us and with that really learning it and also in the what I am feeling this can in a way take help you take a step back. So you're not, you know, when you're lost in the cyclone of emotions, mm-hmm. then we need to kind of take a step back or a breath can take a step back. Now we're gonna write as in a way of our transmutation is what do those things mean or who do you wanna be going forward? I also, I've also i also thought of this election as, you know, New Year's or a birthday. When you kind of think of the last year, you know, the last four years, what we learned from what we wanted to grow what we would like to shift and then so now going forward who do i want to be what do i want to do what is these lessons even these things that have made me angry like you know what does that mean for me so we're going to write what those things might be what those lessons could be what you might want to be but start it with what if
0: so what if
2: what if broadway came back Oh, You know, what if I could dance every day? Like I realized I miss dance so much it hurts. And then I'm like, then dance dance every day, like do it. Like lately I've been going and taking like ballet bar next to a tree in the park. And I'm more focused because I'm not like distracted in my apartment. And I feel like, what if I could just find different ways? What if, what if we could heal as a nation? What if I could be a person that helps that, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever, and it's no, no one needs to know, just let it like black come out. So we'll take another few seconds. But just write like, what if, and we tend to think the what if is like, eh, as what if terrible things happen. Yeah. What, if, what if other things happen? Yeah. What if, what if I don't feel this anxious every day? What if I, what if I could find things that really helped me? What if this really helps me? It's just a curiosity game in a way.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Let's let's play. All right.
0: Ready? Ready? Go. Yeah. Those who are listening, make a list too.
1: And
2: start to finish
1: it. Don't forget to breathe.
2: And the last thing I'll say is to finish this whole thing. It's so funny. This is an old journal that's full actually of my morning pages and I was writing on like the edges. But I opened it up to a quote that I wrote down that I'm like, it's so funny that I opened it up to that page. But the first thing is, so we keep putting, doing this thing where we put our hand on our heart. Did I talk about tapping the heart light in my last thing? You, done, uh,
0: you did your your saying, and I believe the heart light too, and you're, you've done your dancing. Uh, I love that phrase so much. That's
2: my my interpretation. That helps me too. Some of the, some of the work I've been doing is is putting that into As we we would take all this. The next chapter, they would put music on and we would move a little. And these intentions of what I could be, what does that look like physically? Because it has a imp- bigger impact on our brain. Yeah, we say, it, we say it. I was thinking of, you know, each person. Each person on this planet has a beautiful soul. Mm-hmm. And it's it covered by life experience, by heartbreak, shame, hurt, self doubt. And a lot of that can come from outside, and a lot of it can come from ourselves. But that light never goes away. Even amidst the biggest hardships, you can look at. So, my other thing is, I'm obsessed with learning about people who've gone, like Nelson Mandela, you know, people who've gone through such hardship, 27 years in prison and came out Mm nonviolent, a sense of hope and peace and forgiveness. And if they can do it, so can we. But it's finding acts that bring us back to us first. That light that never went away but got clouded just like on a rainy, the sun never doesn't shine. It is always a sunny day. Some days it's just covered up and we're never not our full of selves. We just cover it up and we forget whether that's insecurity when we're performing or this or that, or whether that seems like the world is burning. But when we can take these practices to, like, come back to yourself. And it's everything, even making the bed, baking something, connecting to a friend. This moment gives me this with you, Jenna. You know, these acts of kindness on the street, taking a few breaths, whatever it is, Brings you back to that sense of you beyond all this stuff. And that's when, and this quote ironically is your own hope comes from your connection to your true self. Likewise, when you help someone else to connect to their true self, you give them hope that change is possible. Mm -hmm. I love that. You know, another quote I was thinking of, you know, is two of them. One, I posted this the other day, I was like, be the reason people believe in the goodness of people again.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and it's also my favorite Mahatma Gandhi. He went through insurmountable stuff, Martin Luther King Jr. Like so many this, what we're going through this is not the first time. You know, and but there's so much lessons to be learned from that. There's so many podcasts, there's so many books, there's so many things we can learn from these wise people. Yeah. Being the change you wish to see in the world is a Gandhi quote.
0: Oh, it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And I get I it. Off that.
2: I live off that. Yeah. It's amazing. And I get in a deeper and deeper and deeper level of like superficially, I worked once at a place. I was teaching yoga to kids. The manager never ever said hi to me. And I was like, what a turd. He never says hi to me. And then I realized I never say hi to him. Oh my God. And I went up to him so genuinely because I felt that I was like, I have worked here for a year and I've never said hi to you and I am so sorry. And he was taken aback and was like, it's okay. But I realized I was blaming him and I didn't need him to ever say, you know, I didn't do it to hurt him. It was like, I genuinely was like, that's on me. That's, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's being the change. Like I took responsibility and I want to be someone who offers that bridge. And so all this is now, you know, what, Who do we wanna be? It starts with us. And that's beautiful. What a beautiful time we're in to go inward and be faced with these big things to realize, well, how do I really feel about that? And how can I help? And that's beautiful. And that's hopeful. Yeah. So much good happening still. And there's a lot of people doing really good work. And, And you're doing really good work, Jenna. You heal people. You heal their bodies, you bring them joy with this, you bring them hope, you bring people together to create art again. It's my goal, it's my
1: goal. We need each other, yeah.
0: Yeah, and like right now, I mean, I I know we're talking about the solutions, but my obstacles are um, within my group is, um, I do have uh, some, not many, not many, but some people in the group who are, Negative and are representing a culture of the opposite.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and I have been trying to figure out how to remove that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not anything most people would even know that's going on, but when you run a group, you know, you know it's going on. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like you run a studio. And so that's something that regarding Be the Change, I wish I could be in the world. Like, I still haven't figured that out, but I'm just, I just, let it lie and it will show like I've had some solutions literally come my way organically. That was like, thank you, God. (laughs) Like I didn't have to do anything. I was like, awesome. What did I do? Nothing. It was great. Um, but yeah, there's always different, like it's, it's a, it's a hard world to navigate. Um, even if your intention is to give, um, Uh, keeping that positivity, love, 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 support, 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 can be uh, an unfortunate, challenging thing to keep going um, in this world. Um, But I I do believe in and continue to move forward with that same purpose. Uh, I
2: would suggest just now on my bike ride to you, to you virtually, Brene Brown's most, do you do you listen to the, to the Brene Brown Unlocking Us podcast?
0: I was about to ask what, because I know um, I'm putting that on my list and I'm going to recommend it to my students because um, I, I have uh, other people I listen to, um, uh, but Rachel Hollis, Tony Robbins, mm-hmm. uh, Todd, um, uh, uh, but uh, Brene Brown, I didn't really, she had a podcast, so.
2: It's new, it's since the pandemic. And she's two now. One's called Unlocking Us, and it's on the podcast app. And then on Spotify, there's a brand new one called Dare to Lead. It's amazing. John, there's one with John Meacham as her most recent one about that. Who is a historical writer, so it's fascinating about this time period and how he helped me to see this has happened before, and get some insight into why people who think differently than us might be feeling that way. So that I, it calms me, and I'm not so judgmental. Again, not, you know, it's just a learning. And then today on Unlocking Us, sometimes she's interviewing people and sometimes um, she's just talking. And this one is about, just that, I think she has a mantra for herself during hard times that is strong back, soft front, wild heart. And she explains what that means, but it's like really knowing who you are. So you're standing tall and who you are, but you're not defensive. Yeah, like armored up and like, you know, we tend to be armored up in the front and then weaken our back and we're just like, ah, so hers. And it came from a Buddhist teacher that that phrase came from of like knowing who you are in a solid, strong way and staying soft in the front of that open hearted and wild heart for her is for hers to mean belonging to yourself and really knowing who you are, because she even said with her during this time, she gets hateful things. People threatening her family, mm. and they're like, "Why are you talking about politics?" Because she interviewed Joe Biden. It's a beautiful interview. She. Um,
0: I was just looking. I saw like she has yeah. quite, She started literally short, not too far into the pandemic. Like March, yeah. I think was her first episode. But she's done a lot, which is great. I cannot yeah. wait to add this to my list. To my it's so
2: good. But the one I would say start with today because it's exactly that. Because like you, she started her own, and I'm just. Baby starting mine, but you have an established group. She does, and that's really hard to be a person who's doing that because no matter what good you're putting out there, there's going to be some opposition that can come up.
0: Always, I mean, and and the bigger it gets, the more it happens, and and it's and it's unfortunate too, where you you think there are people who align with you, but then it's just never enough.
1: enough. um,
0: Dare to Lead is, is the Dare one. to Lead, but Dare to Lead is only on Spotify. I'm on Spotify. Oh. That's what happened to open up, I, like uh, that's um, right. So Unlocking Us is on there too? Uh, unlocking Us, I'm just like, look, I gotta like visually find it. So I see the ones Renee with Bishop. Yeah, oh, <gasps> that one. Ooh, the if you, awesome. want to you listen to Bishop T.D. Jakes, that's it. Um, you know, okay. and she really,
2: she leans into having uncomfortable conversations, you know, and, or just open conversations with people of color and like the learning she has to learn. And, you know, it's really, cause she's a shame researcher and um, wholeheartedness researcher. And there's also the Ted radio hour and Ted talks daily has a lot you of, guys, great- I've listened to oh, Yep. I
0: recommend those to my students. Yep. Very mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Those so, really-
2: yeah, the awesome. Even the Oprah super soul is like, Doing old stuff right now, but they have an old one. It's like from 2000 of Nelson Mandela.
1: Mm. That is so good. That's my Wait. favorite.
2: I go, I go on by to listen to podcasts,
0: and then I'm like, learning and being in the world, learning and being in the world. Wait, Wait uh, Dare to Lead. Was it? I can't find this one. What's it called? So there's on Spotify. There's Dare to Lead. Got it.
2: And then there's Unlocking Us. Yeah, where's the unlocking? Is she interviewing? Not on Spotify. I think that's on, you know when you have like your podcast app. Yes. It's on that.
0: Oh, I found it. Unlocking us. Introducing it was said with John McC Yes. That's the one.
2: Okay. That, that one's dare awesome. to be. That one's really good. And then the one from today, it says Brene on strong backs, soft fronts, and wild hearts. That's yep. today. Yep. And then um Joe Biden. It's great. Always oh, I said
0: Joe Biden, yep. Mm-hmm.
2: There's also one called um, Kind World. Kind World. And that one has- I'll
0: just listen to it all, but I'll definitely listen to the Unlocking Us and yeah. the, the other one. That's great. I love that. Kind World is just
2: if you need a short fix of, especially if you go back to the beginning of it, they're little episodes of random acts of kindness.
1: Uh,
2: and it kind of gives you hope in the world again, like when you're having a day and you're like everybody's mean and terrible, and then I would in to Kind World, and it's just these random, random very significant acts of kindness
0: that shifted people, and they just tell that
2: quick story, and that's it.
1: Uh, I love that. Mm. All right,
0: we gotta we gotta end this, so I'm gonna do the end because we could go on forever, that just like every time. Um, this oh my god, isn't this platform amazing compared to us trying to deal with the live the other times? Yeah. Which and then I just I'm now I'm a street artist.
1: So. it's so good.
2: I did one other thing on StreamYard, so I was still, I was like, oh yeah, that works really well. So Yeah, I
0: like the ones where it's easy for the guests to come on and boom bada bing. So yes guys, join StreamYard. You can create a free account. This costs me zero dollars. Uh, so yeah, I'll do it. All right, okay, that's it.
1: Bye everybody. I'm still waiting in a minute.